There's nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I am 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. I am Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard round the world. I'm Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry. I'm John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain Boy, Davy Crockett. Coming to you from the D-Tom Studios in the free state of Florida, sponsored by Maker's Mark Bourbon, this is Don't Tread on America. One, the only Don Q. How's everybody doing out there today? Today is Thursday, September 28th, 2023. Sorry for the uh, late intro. I was reading something. So, anywho, how's y'all doing today? All right, Thursday, one day before Friday, two days before Saturday, sugar water. All right, yeah, I told you a new recording schedule would be Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, so I can get my gains on at the gym trying to work on my summer bod in October. But, uh, so, anywho, real quick, guys, let's get into the business here, right? Let's not forget, guys, the DTOM store. The link is at the bottom of whatever whatever podcast app you're listening to right now. And uh, while you're on that podcast app, make sure you're following the show. Make sure you share the show. Make sure you love the show as you should. Um, couple things. DTOM store, guys, remember... Free shipping. I, now, I say free shipping. It's it's free, but it costs $20. No, I'm joking. It, I don't know that it's free outside the United States. So that's something that you guys will have to, if you choose to go on there, online and look and see, I, I, I would assume that it's probably not free shipping for international purchases, just to let you guys know. But for in-country in the United States... It is free. Just had a gentleman the other day, uh, yesterday, I think it was, actually, buy a whiskey glass. Uh, His name's Dan. He's from Kentucky. I'm not going to say his last name. Um, So I thank you, Dan, for keeping the hopes and dreams of the DTOM store alive. I'm not looking to make a killing off the DTOM store. I'm just looking to try and make enough money to keep everything afloat and just pay for everything because as much as you guys... Times are tough. Times are tough for me. 
and I really like doing this podcast and I really like being able to bring you two, three shows every week and do the things that, that I do because I, I believe, I personally believe, take it for what it's worth, that I have something to say and uh, I, I think it's worth hearing. You know, that's, you know, maybe that's being braggadocious. I, I don't know, whatever. But um, with y'all's help in the Tom store, that'll help me uh, alleviate some of the pain of the fees it takes to run this thing. So anyway, thank you, Dan. The rest of you guys, get on there. I put some more t-shirts. I got some hoodies. I know it's not, you know, where I live, it's, it's still 80, 90 degrees every day, but... One day in Florida, it will be chilly. I will wear a hoodie and it will say, don't tread on America. You guys do the same because I know up north, it's already starting to get a little nippy, right? And you guys know better than I do. If you live in any of the 46 states that download this show, you get cold by a, by a hoodie. All right. What else do we got here? Okay. If you're on social media, guys, make sure to check us out at don't tread on America on Facebook, Instagram, and the Ticker Talker. And don't forget, we're on the Twitter X machine at DTOM underscore 1775. And uh, if you want to follow me personally, it's PCGC underscore 1775. And if you're not on social media, that's fine. It's cool. I get it. You can follow us at DontTreadOnAmerica.com. From any of those situations, you can get in contact with me if you have any gripes, complaints, praise, worship, whatever, whatever you got. Um, send them my way and, uh, you know, we can have a chit chat. All right. So what are we going to talk about today? It seems like the news that's dominating, well, the, the, the subjects, I guess I should say that's dominating the news. Hold on. I need a drink here. Hold on. Mm. Is still this government shutdown because obviously it hasn't been resolved yet. Today is the 28th. They have the rest of today, uh, Friday and Saturday. So, the question is, will they get it done? I mean, I, th- I would say at this rate, there is a chance that it gets done prior to. And there's a chance that the government shuts down. Now, in my personal opinion, I don't really see the government shutting down as a big deal. They, they, well, I'm going to get to my thoughts and, and stuff on, on that, but I do want to let you know that the Senate in this time has been working on something. And we talked about this the other day where Fetterman, John Fetterman from Pennsylvania, uh, uh, Schumer relaxed the dress code policy where he could wear his hoodie and his, uh, basketball shorts to work. And then you saw like Rand, uh, Rand Paul wearing the, the bathrobe and whatever. And I, and I'm like, you know, I'm glad. I, and I said this the other day, I don't really give a shit what any of them were. You know, John Federman show up with a G string and booby tassels. I don't care as long as they're getting work done. And obviously that's not the case. Cause we're in the, we're in the midst of possibly having the government shut down. Now I'm not going to get on here and make it like, this is bullshit. The government's going to shut down. We're all going to die. That's not true. And I'm going to tell you why here in a minute. My point is you guys obviously have time to argue over stupid shit. And I'm, trust me, I'm not a John Fetterman fan by any stretch of the imagination. I think it's a crying shame. What, 
whoever is doing to this guy by even having him there. But um, whatever, whatever, whether he won, he was it was rigged. I don't care. I don't know. Whatever. He's there. Point being is this. If he wants to wear a fucking hoodie and basketball shorts because that makes him comfortable, cool. And the reason I say that is this. I am a hoodie and shorts type of person. Not now in Florida, but in the wintertime. It doesn't get that terribly cold. So if it's like in the 60s, I might throw a hoodie on and wear my shorts. Uh, hoodie on with my jeans. Um, when I go out to dinner, I wear shorts and a t-shirt. Grunt style or a D-Tom shirt or whatever. I am not the, uh, oh, we're going out to eat. I need to get dressed up. And I'm not even saying like suit and tie. I don't even go as far as wearing like a collared shirt. I'm not that guy. Okay. So I can identify with him in that sense. Um, I don't have a suit. I mean, I have ties because, you know, jobs I've had in the past, whatever. But (laughs) the last time I wore a tie, I couldn't even tell you, to be honest with you, probably when I went on my last job interview, which was almost 20 years ago. And I'm being legit on that. So, but for this to be dominating the news when there's other things that need to be taken care of between the Biden situation, the Menendez situation, the government shutdown, and God only knows what else, we're worried about this. Who cares? Okay? I'm going to rank the dress code of the Senate up there with Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. But alas, they did pass a bill or a law rule or whatever that Fetterman will no longer be able to wear shorts and a hoodie in the Senate. Poor John. He will no longer be able to wear his trademark basketball shorts and hoodie in Senate after a formal dress code was unanimously passed on Wednesday. The resolution was led by Senator Mitt Romney and Senator Joe Manchin will require men on the Senate floor to wear a jacket and tie, effectively banning Fetterman's informal attire. So I'm not going to read on it. You know, you got the gist of it. I don't give a shit what Schumer and Chuck Grassley and whoever the fuck else has. I don't care. I just find it interesting that it was unanimously passed. Now, <laughs> I have a question to ask because it doesn't really go into that kind of detail. There's a hundred senators, okay? Two for each state. There's a hundred. Um, if it was unanimously passed, that means all hundred voted in favor of wearing a suit and tie, right? Is that I'm, that's how I'm reading that, right? Uh, and John Fetterman himself is a senator, so he is one of those hundred people in the Senate that just passed a unanimous bill, law, rule, whatever, in the House for men to wear a coat and tie. So, the person who made such a big damn deal over not wearing a coat and tie passed, voted to pass, a rule in the House chambers that we require him to wear a coat and a tie. Do you understand where I'm going with this? I'm trying to wrap my head around this. Shouldn't a vote been 99 to 1 at least? Right? And if and if it's so if it was so unanimously accepted that all 100 senators agreed to this, why are we even talking about it? 
Why is this even a discussion? Why is it even on the news? Because everything these stupid fuckers do is to distract you from other things, i.e. the government shutdown. Now, I know I just did a show about the government shutdown, and I really had no intentions on doing that again today. But, like I said, the news is being dominated by this. And and I started wondering, what what will truly be affected by the government shutdown? Because I think it's actually coming. And, and I think the reason why that is, or I speculate, I should say, the reason that is, is because they want it to happen. Now, Don, why would they want it to happen? Well, contrary to popular opinion, a quote-unquote government shutdown doesn't necessarily mean what it sounds like it means. If that um, makes any sense, okay? So, when you hear the phrase government shutdown, okay? Let me, let me, let me stop right there. If, if someone said uh, Walmart was shutting down, what would that mean to you? That Walmart's going out of business or closing, right? If you work for Walmart and you heard Walmart's shutting down, you would think, fuck, I just lost my job. They're closing the doors, right? And technically, that would be correct. You know, Target is shutting down nine stores across the country because theft is high. CVS is shutting down hundreds of stores across the country because theft and sales are low and so on and so forth. So they are closing those stores. They are shutting down those stores, right? That's real. I'm not just making that out off the top of my head. And the Walmart part isn't, but the Target and the CVS is. So effectively, when they use those words, government shutdown, it gets, it doesn't scare a lot. I shouldn't say it doesn't scare some people, but it does scare a lot of people. People that are ignorant to what it really means. So I have to ask the question, what, what will be affected by government shutdown because it's not what you think it is <laughs> it's not like okay saturday or sunday the first uh no government that means china can invade and russia can invade and we're fucked because we're shut down we can't activate our military because that's a government entity you're not going to get your mail because that's a government entity you're not going to be able to collect your interest at your bank because, you know, it's FDIC and it, da, da, da. you're not going to be able to uh, get your social security checks because it's a government agency. Agency. I can't talk, so let me drink some more whiskey, right? You, you're, you know, and, that, and that's, and why do they do that? They do that to scare you because, like I said, I would, I would garner that fit at least... 50% of this country, and I'm sure I'm way low on that. It's probably closer to 70 or so percent. Think that when the government shuts down, we're fucked. And I, 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 and the reason I say that is you can go to Twitter and just see what people are saying. And I'm not saying that the Republicans are right in all this. I'm not saying the Democrats are right in all this. I think they're all a bunch of fucking idiots that just need to quit spending money. I think, I think really, even if they took their spending in state, in country, the money that we spend on ourselves, even if that stayed the same and we just stopped giving billions and trillions of dollars to, I read the list the other day, 200 plus countries 
that get some sort of foreign aid from us, whether it's a couple of million, a couple of billion, or a couple of couple of billions. 200 countries, plus 200 plus countries in this world receive some sort of foreign aid from us. Here's an idea. If you don't want to cut the spending in this country, if you, if you just can't do it, okay, we can cross that bridge later. How about, hear me out now, how about we stop giving everybody fucking money? Not, not so much just in this country, but other countries. Just stop giving them people money. See where that gets us. See, what, see where that balance line puts us at. Okay, we stopped giving all 200 plus countries whatever money they were supposed to get. We stopped giving money to the UN. We stopped giving money to the Paris Peace, uh, Peace Accords or whatever it's called. We stopped giving money to NATO. We stopped giving money to the UE. We stopped giving money to all these motherfuckers. Hell, look at that. We just dropped the fucking deficit by $2, two trillion. Probably. Then, you cross that bridge, then, then you start looking at the motherfuckers in this country that get money that don't deserve it. And I'm not talking paychecks, I'm talking their quote-unquote free money. Okay? If we're going to pay 87,000 IRS agents to do whatever, maybe those people can go out and knock on some doors and see what these people or you know some of these people in this country that get quote-unquote disability because they're disabled how much are they getting why are they getting it is it legit because i can i can reassure you this there's a lot of people in this country that are on disability that are getting money from the government that they probably and i told you the story about my my wife's ex where he for years worked under the table was paid cash for jobs he was like a handyman or whatever and he is on disability, but a lot of that money wasn't money that he put into the system. Okay? So, and then, I mean, he doesn't do it now, but at one time, he was collecting that money and still working. And, I'm, and I don't know how much he was making. It was like he was making a kill. It's like he was pulling in tens of thousands of dollars every week. It wasn't like that. But my point being is, there's a lot of people in this country that are on disability that don't need to be, and they're still working under table. So they're taking whatever that money is from the government, whatever that dollar amount is, and plus they're doing stuff on the side for cash to supplement their income or whatever. Maybe if we focused on this country, we could fix the deficit. You could keep your... your uh, your military spending, you could keep all that other shit where it is. <laughs> I, I'm and, uh, and trust me, I'm no rocket scientist, uh, you know, but it just seems like common sense. I look at it from a budget standpoint. Like if I'm budgeting my household income versus my household expenses, <laughs> one of those needs to be higher than the other, and it damn sure better not be the expenses, right? So if, uh, if the government shuts down, how is that going to affect me and you and the rest of us um, from a government shutdown? So, as Congress uh, struggles to find a path to avert the government shutdown with funding is set to expire September 30th, the suspension of many government operations and businesses is likely to take effect as well. 
The government will shut down at 12.01 Eastern Time Sunday if Congress fails to pass legislation to renew funding by the deadline. And with hardline Republicans pushing for a deep spending cuts, the possibility of a shutdown is high. And see, I have no problem with that. I have no problem with hardline Republicans pushing for a deep spending cut because that is the problem. I said this before. The government is not a business. It doesn't take income. It doesn't manufacture a product to sell for a profit. Their income comes from your and mine income, right? So some of these fools think that the best way for them to avert the situation and fix the deficit is to what? Raise your taxes. Not just not for deep spending cuts. Oh, God forbid we can do that. And like I said, just stop giving everybody money. <laughs> there you go. Problem solved. Don for president. So apart from the federal government being unable to pay millions of its employees, others are concerned what will remain open and closed in the event of a government shutdown. What will close? A shutdown would unleash many disruptions across the city, including the workplaces for hundreds and thousands of employees in federal government. That could be the problem, number one. Hundreds of thousands of employees for the federal government? That's a lot of fucking people. Federal courts will be able to remain open for at least two weeks until October 13th. However, the U.S. Supreme Court should be, should be unaffected. So... Federal courts will remain open for a couple of weeks. Supreme Court's not going to be affected. Okay. So, okay. Operations that receive federal funds like the Smithsonian uh, Museum, National Zoo, and the National Gallery of Art will close down if they have no funds. Oh, no. During the last government shutdown in December of 18 to January of 19, the longest in history, museums were able to remain open for several days. The National Arboretum, Arboretum, and I'm stupid, guys. I'm from the South. Come on. And the Library of Congress buildings are scheduled to be closed. Some national parks could close, but the agency has yet to make an official decision. During the most recent shutdown, operations were affected by overflowing trash cans and unkept conditions. White House tours will come to a halt. Oh, no. And the U.S. Capitol Visitor Center will be closed off to the public. Okay. So what I'm hearing so far, with the exception of the National Park situation, everything they just said affects what? Washington, D.C. All those things I just named, with the exception of National Parks, and it says some National Parks, are in Washington, D.C. It's not... Not in Florida, the Library of Congress. There's no Library of Congress. It's in D.C. <laughs> Smithsonian, all that other stuff, D.C. White House tours, D.C. U.S. Capitol, D.C. So the only people at so far of what I've read that it's going to affect is in those situations. So the people that work in the museums and whatnot, affected. Gotcha. The people that work in the White House are not going to be affected. And what I mean by that is... Biden's still going to have his butlers and maids and chefs and uh, landscapers and uh, secret service. All those people are still going to be gainfully employed and getting a paycheck. It's just that 
you, if you happen to be going to D.C. on vacation this next week, you're probably going to be fucked. You're not going to be able to see much. Sorry. But shit happens. Anyway, um, so what will remain open? The United States Postal Service will not be interrupted by the government shutdown, despite multiple agencies temporarily halting their operations. The Postal Service does not depend on Congress for funding, as they are self-funded from the revenue of their product stamps and sales. Airports will stay open, but there could be travel delays nationwide, depending on how long the shutdown carries on. Wait times may be long. So how, how much worse is going to be? I stopped flying because of... We went to Texas last year, two last year, and uh, our flight back got canceled. I said, that's it. We're not flying anymore. Fuck this shit. If we can't drive to wherever we want to go on vacation, we ain't going. So uh, day-to-day operations in Washington, D.C. will still be functional, except for the museums, (laughs) such as the Department of Public Works and Department of Motor Vehicles, because they are operated and funded locally, not federally. The metro, including buses, will also be open, including other public transportation. Metro ridership is on the rise, blah, 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 blah. Uh, A number of D.C. attractions, museum, and historic sites won't close down, including the National Building Museum, Museum of the uh, Marine Corps, the uh, International Spy Museum, and the Museum of Illusions. I mean, that's the White House, right? Museum of Illusions? That's the White House. I thought they said there was no tours of the White House. Anyway. Uh, President Lincoln's Cottage and others. Public libraries and D.C. government-operated public cars are still set to remain open. So, once again, where are we affected? Okay, we can't go to the Capitol. We can't go to the White House and the Smithsonian. And that's about it. Okay. On to this. Now, this is uh, Senator... Bob Johnson. Why in the fuck am I... Oh, Ted Cruz. I was like, why in the fuck can I think of this dude's name? Jiminy Christmas. All right, so I'm going to play this clip from him. This was uh, the other day. This was a Senate Commerce Commerce Committee holds confirmation here from pending binding appointments. But what he has to say is is about agencies in the government. I'll let him say what he has to say. But imagine what he's talking about. I just told you a minute ago, there's tens of thousands of employees in the federal government that could possibly be affected by this shutdown. Now, once you hear what Senator Cruz has to say, you might even think that maybe a chunk of those tens of thousands of people need to be affected by the government shutdown. There is a disturbing pattern in the Biden administration of federal employees not showing up for work. And after the pandemic, the Biden administration has decided that federal work doesn't actually entail going to the office and it is the absenteeism is a massive problem throughout the Biden administration. My staff inquired of the FTC what the data are and I'll tell you what what your staff told us. As of June 30th, 103 staff, approximately 8% of the FTC employees are working remotely. Now that on its face doesn't sound horrific. 8% of the staff is teleworking, not going into the office at all. They then continue to say the remaining 92% of the workforce are reporting to the office on a regular recurring basis. Well, regular recurring basis sounds good. Until they specify, and this is based on the badging, so the badges when you're coming in and out of the office, there are records. According to the FTC, of the, quote, regularly recurring working staff, 
60% of them are showing up to work one day a week. Another 20% are showing up to work two days a week. And another 20% are showing up to work three to five days a week. Notice three to five doesn't specify. So we don't know how many are showing up five days a week. I gotta tell you, when I was at the FTC in 2001 and 2002 and 2003, to the best of my knowledge, every single employee showed up at the office five days a week unless they were sick or on vacation because it was a job. It was a job for the American people paid for by the taxpayers. You mentioned the private sector. I don't know a single private sector employee, employer that sits there and allows 80 plus percent of their employees not to show up for work. Do you think it is being faithful to the American people that under your leadership and Chair Khan's leadership, although she has now left, that over 80% of the employees are showing up to work two days a week or less? Senator, I think it's really important to distinguish between working from in the office and the concept of showing up to work. I think working period is the, uh, is the thing there, chickadee. Anyway, whether it's one day, two days, three days, or no days, these are people that are obviously, and I would assume that a lot of these people are on salary. They're not punching a clock, making 20 bucks or whatever an hour. They're probably salary. Oh, here's Bob Johnson. He's a, you know, a whatever staffer. He's making, you know, 50 grand a year. Well, if he's only coming to the office or, or whatever, one to three days a week, then... We need to take these people's salaries, in my opinion, and, and we'll just for easy math, we'll say you're making fifty-two thousand a year. Okay, so that's a thousand dollars a week. Okay, well, if you're only going to work three days a week, so if you're if you okay, let's let's break it down like this: thousand dollars a week is what five days a week. That's two hundred dollars a day. So if you are only going to work a day, you got your two hundred bucks this week. If you're going to work two, four. If you're going to work three, six, you see what I'm saying? If you want to get your thousand dollars, work all five fucking days in the office. There's no reason for you to not come to the office. No reason. But we're paying these people full salaries, more wasteful spending. If we ran this country like, like company, if we ran this country, like companies run their companies, Obviously, not all companies, because some do better than others. But look at some of your pro most profitable companies in this country, okay? Why don't we look at them as a base model and say, wow, if, if uh, you know, Walmart can have however many hundreds of, th hundreds of thousands of employees throughout the country and... Uh, have however many thousands of stores and have trucks and warehouses and all this shit how come uh they constantly have profits it's not like you have you ever seen walmart say oh this was a bad year we took a loss now they might they might report lower than expected increases but they're still increases <laughs> You see, that's the difference. And I think when you see those reports of companies that show lower than expect, expect, uh, expected increases, that's a way for them to be able to cut time, cut hours, cut, you know, whatever the case may be, lay off people. And um, maybe 
Maybe that's what the government needs to do. Maybe the government needs to say, hey, we're taking a loss financially. We're not making the money that we should be making. We need to figure out where that money's going. Okay, first of all, like I said a few minutes ago, no one outside of this country is getting a fucking penny from us. Boom. Where does that put us at? Okay, that helps, but we're still taking a loss. Okay, cool. Um, everybody in this country that gets a penny from the government, you need to prove why you deserve that money, with the exception of people that are on Social Security because they're retired. Like if you're 65, 70, however old you are, and you're drawing in your Social Security, that's your exception. But if you're 30 years old and you're on disability, I'm going to need to see a legitimate doctor's note. Okay, and this this is no slight at the people that are actually um, disabled. I'm not slighting all disabled people. I'm talking about the people that are lying. And you guys know, just as well as I do, there's plenty of those people. So, um, moving forward, the. Uh, this this was um, so today's twenty eighth. This was on twenty sixth. So this was uh, two days ago. Senate Democrats uh, GOP plan to pass CR with scant Ukraine funding. Sources say. So before I read the story, because I I just kind of skimmed over it. Just in the title alone, you're going against the fucking cuts that I'm suggesting. We're trying to figure out a way to cut spending, but we're still going to be able to give. Ukraine some funding. Lawmakers in the upper chamber are gearing for a closure vote measure Tuesday evening. So this was Tuesday when this was written. Uh, to end negotiations and extend government funding past the 30th deadline with a quote-unquote clean continued resolution, CR. So they're not even trying to fix the problem. They're trying to slap another Band-Aid on it, a continuing resolution. That'll probably take us, I'm sure, what they'll come out with. And, and more than likely, what'll happen is on Saturday and maybe even Monday or Tuesday. It might push it through the weekend. Okay, we came to a resolution. Uh, we're going we're gonna to do this, and it's going to push us through to, to January 1st. But if we don't fix it then, we're fucked. Right? Um, sources indicate, however, the measure, which has yet to be revealed, may not allocate uh, significant resources toward disaster relief or aid for Ukraine. Well, there you go. But it may not, but it may also. Locking arms across the aisle, both Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and Minority Leader Mitch McConnell uh, want to prevent a government shutdown. And you're talking to people. Oh, one's a Democrat, one's a Republican, Don. They're, they're joining forces. They're coming together. No, one's a moron and the other one is too. <laughs> these people aren't your friends. I don't, like I said, these two individuals for sure, just because one's a Democrat and one's a Republican, they're still the same people. Doesn't mean shit. All right. What else do we got? So, as I was perusing the Twitter X machine, I, I saw some ignorant tweets. Okay? And this is what I'm talking about. This is how... This is the some of the things that drive me absolutely fucking crazy about Twitter. So, this person, and I, I'm not going to put them their name out there. I don't care that you know who it is. I'm just reading what they said because this shows the ignorance of some people in this country. Dear America, 
Please know that while the Republicans shut down the government and stop aid for children and military pay, they will keep the lights on for their bogus impeachment crusade. Well, I'll say this about that as far as the impeachment goes. Let me get to that in a second. But this is a person that's ignorant to the truth. They, they're, this is a, this is just a regular person. So that's why I'm not going to say who it is. I don't need you to get on Twitter and start barraging them, but this isn't off of CNN or whatever. But to me, it sounds like a CNN talking point because most of your news and even Fox, I mean, they're all doing it. It's a scare tactic. Oh my God, the government's going to shut down. That means social security checks aren't going out. Military's not going to get paid. Um, stop aid for the children. I I just told you all the shit that's going to be open and operating. Unless the children had a field trip to the fucking Smithsonian, they're they're good. Okay? And then I'm going to get to the pay for the military and such on here in just a second. But as far as this impeachment situation is concerned, I had this to say about that. I think that could be part of the reason why this is happening. Well, why do you say that, Don? Because she, this person says they will keep the lights on for their bogus impeachment crusade. Well, the thing is, and something you may not know or you might know, I don't know, but about senators and, and Congress people and stuff like that, and I'm not crapping on every single one of them, but every single one of them have what they call staffers and aides, okay? So although the Congress people and the senators will still get their paycheck, even though those should be the first people to not get paid, their staffers and aides will not get paid so what does that matter well those people the staffers and the aides are the ones doing most of the work towards these committee situations not just the impeachment crusade but any other stupid ass committee that's in chambers now you might hear jim jordan or aoc or Rand paul or whoever saying the things they're saying but most of the words that are coming out of their mouth is because of their staffers and their aides. Especially when it comes to the likes of AOC and some of these dumb fucks like Fetterman and stuff. Feinstein, they're just fucking walking zombies and AOC is a dipshit. So um, so I could honestly see the quote-unquote bogus impeachment crusade halt. Because what they'll say is we can't worry about committee assignments and committee situations until we get this uh government shutdown fixed we can't worry about those things till we fix this so it'll be interesting to see if and how long this shutdown does go you know i'm not saying that biden's a puppet master and he's uh, manipulating the uh the powers that be to to force the government to shut down so he can prolong his reign as governor uh, as governor as president and avoid impeachment. I'm not saying that. I don't think he's got the energy or the brain power to do that. But someone might. Just a theory. Take it for what it's worth. But as far as military pay, it's not going to happen. Uh so why is this shutdown, if one occurs, not like the other ones in recent history? U.S. military service members who have reported for duty anyway because of the critical nature of the jobs wouldn't get paid. That's not true. During the prolonged partial government shutdowns in early 95, in late 95, early 96, 2013, and late 18 to early 19, the longest of modern history, 
at 21, 16, and 34 days, respectively. Active duty uh, military reservists receive their salaries during the funding lapse. That's because the full-time defense appropriation bill had already become law. Or in this case, of the October 13th shutdown, Congress preemptively passing legislation guaranteeing military pay. With no inactive defense bill even close, the only chance for military service members to still get their paycheck is if there's a shutdown for lawmakers to go to the 2013 route. So they're going to still pay their people. They're still going to get paid. Um, we're not going to go to war because we're in a shutdown. Also, for you folks that get Social Security payments, whether you're retired or disabled, whatever the case may be, uh, the government shutdown, how your Social Security payments will be affected as multiple government programs are poised to halt work as possible government shutdown grows closer ahead of the September 13 deadline, Social Security checks will not be one of them. Social Security payments are issued through a private trust that is not affected by the federal government shutting down. Even as millions of federal workers could be temporarily go without pay, Medicare and Veterans Affairs benefits would still be distributing during the shutdown. Social Security benefits are paid through two sources, payroll taxes and bonds the Security Department, sorry, the Treasury Department redeems from Social Security trust funds. The shutdown should not be confused with the debt ceiling fight, which would have seen delays in payments had an agreement not been reached. So, I don't need to read the whole article. You got the idea. They use the words government shutdown to scare you because, like I said, when you hear businesses closing, you they usually use the phrase shutdown. Walmart shutting down. They're not. Target shutting down nine stores, which is the truth. Uh, CVS is shutting down hundreds of stores across the country, which is the truth. So when you hear the word government and shutdown, you think we're fucked. Not true. All right. So, um, in the meantime, here's what our quote-unquote friends that we give our money to uh, are doing with said money. Uh, BRICS, an informal grouping of emerging markets, countries, and currently includes Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. In, two, in 2023, the BRICS alliance dumped $122 billion in U.S. Treasury bonds and is looking to diversify its portfolios with gold, local currencies, and other commodities, such as gas and oil. The move is a hedge against U.S. Con economic policies that will affect the dollar's ability to fund the deficit. Recent data from the U.S. Department, uh, U U.S. Treasury Department, shows the BRICS dumped 18, or almost 19 billion in U.S. Treasury bonds in just this month. BRICS member China dumped the most, uh, um, it offloading 117 billion dollars worth of U.S. government debt this year between June and July. China reduced its holdings from 835 billion to 821 billion in a decline of $13.6 billion. BRICS member Brazil reduced its treasury uh, holdings as well. Brazil's U.S. Tre now, if you recall, the other day I talked about countries receiving aid, right? If you recall, I don't recall the exact numbers, but China was like $26 billion. Uh, Brazil was 12 I think, $12 billion. <sighs> India was even higher. 
but uh, they reduce its holdings by 2.3 billion. So these are countries that are in this BRICS nations trying to devalue our money and our currency and our deficits and our ways of life, but we still give them money. Do you understand the frustration in what I'm trying to say? And that's why it's very important, guys, that you help push the cause of this show and show that not a lot of people are talking about this. We're focused on the government shutdown. We're all going to die. We, can't, we cannot possibly get along without the government helping us. Well, we have countries that we give billions of dollars to every year. And this is what they're doing with the money. They're saying, fuck you, America. We're coming for you. All right. In closing, uh, what's going on in Arizona? <laughs> uh, saw this. Uh, I saw this early this morning when I was up getting up for work. Now I get up at, uh, I say early in the morning, I get up at 1030 at night to go to work. Uh, so this was late last night. Katie Hobbs stepping down as Arizona governor raises questions. Uh, what? Yeah, Katie Hobbs is stepping down temporarily as governor of Arizona this evening. Now, this is this is reported today, but this actually broke last night. Uh, State Treasury Kimberly Yee has revealed Yee, a Republican, will serve as acting governor until mid-morning Friday. The reason has not been released, and Hobbs has not commented on the move. Now... The interesting thing about this is usually, so we've had, we had a situation earlier in the year. I don't recall exactly when, and I don't even remember the exact details, but Biden was going in for some sort of procedure. If you guys recall, I don't remember what it was, but it was like a, a, like a little operation of some sort. I don't recall what it was about. doesn't matter. But because he was going in uh, he was going to be incapacitated because he was going under, you know, he they were putting him under to do whatever they were doing. Uh, it might have been oral surgery. I don't recall. But anyway, if you recall, they had to swear in uh, Kamala as president. Because what if he didn't wake up, right? So this is a similar situation. But when that happened, we knew why it happened of course there was a crap ton of conspiracy and and whatever about oh he's he's you know this is it they're killing biden so they can make kamala you know obviously that didn't happen but it, but we knew why oh he's going in for whatever procedure they had to put him under so that's why we have to do this okay <laughs> katie hobbs just like ah, i'm gonna take two days off now we know it's not beyond our politicians of any level to take a week off, a weekend, a few days, you know, whatever. This is not a vacation. This isn't Katie Hobbs saying, you know what, I need to get away for a couple of days. I'm going to go to the lake. I'm going to drink some beer. I'm going to hang out with my wife, my, my wife, my husband and kids, and we're just going to chill. So you got it for a couple of days. I'll be back. It's not, that's not the case. So something is happening in Arizona to cause her to step away for a day and a half. But what is it? Why is it so private that they can't even lie about it? They can't even say, 
oh, Katie Hobbs is this blah, blah, and uh, Kimberly Yee is taking over because Katie Hobbs, excuse me, Katie Hobbs uh, has to have, uh, you know, dentures put in, whatever. She's getting a tit job. I know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you could say something. She's going to have a medical procedure that's causing her to have to be put under anesthesia. Therefore, by Arizona state law, we have to blah, 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 blah. Right? They're not even saying that. They're just like, yeah, she got it. Yeah, she'll be back Friday. So then you have the speculation rumors. Well, is she being indicted? Does this have to do with the Arizona uh, voting systems and all that stuff? Well, you know, things that you might not, you might not know about uh, Kimberly Hobbs, or I'm sorry, Katie Hobbs, is um, for the past year, <laughs> since she's been governor, uh, you've had staffers quitting, staffers being uh staffer one of her staffers when she was uh what was he secretary of state sued because she was fired um now the lady black lady alleged that it was a discrimination she won i think two something million dollars so you have a racist i mean and i say and i i feel firm in my voice of saying that she's racist because she fired a black lady for whatever reason that black lady sued for discrimination and won. So there you go. She's racist. Uh, you got them quitting her her uh, her uh, secretary of uh, not secretary of state. Her uh, God bless. I can't even think of the word. Uh, her staff secretary. Fuck the person that runs her staff. <laughs> God bless it. Uh, quit her press secretaries. Quit. You know it's like what's going on. In the governor's mansion in Arizona, you have all these people quitting or being unceremoniously fired. And now she's got to take a couple days off, K-5, and we're going to let someone else. And here's another thing I have to ask. Isn't there a lieutenant governor in Arizona? I mean, I guess that's a good question to ask now that I'm doing the show. Say, lieutenant... Uh, Governor of Arizona. Uh, uh, hello? <laughs> Is there a lieutenant governor? Um, it's a constituted office in the state whose office holder will be the first in line. Da, 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 November 22. Uh, well, I... <laughs> I guess easy for me to find out, right? Easy for me to find out. So Arizona voters approve lieutenant governor position. So maybe they don't. Maybe they don't have one just yet. Who is? Who is lieutenant governor? I know this is riveting radio since Arizona does not have a lieutenant governor. The secretary stand. Okay, so. Okay, that answers that question. So it's not. You know, because that's the first thing I started thinking about just now was why is um, <laughs> why is the secretary uh, of state stepping in when uh, when the lieutenant governor? But it makes sense if they don't have one. So there you go. Anyway, so that answers your question, guys. It's really, really not a lot going on. Like I said, is it surgery? Is she indicted? Did she get arrested? Did something happen that we're not that we're not hearing about? We don't know. We just know she's stepping down for a day and a half, two days, whatever. So, who knows? I guess, essentially, um, stay tuned. (laughs) 
Um, maybe this is a big nothing burger and come tomorrow afternoon, everything will be all right. Right? And we won't know anything more than what we know now. All right. So, with that being said, guys, please, please, do me a favor. Be like Dan in Kentucky. Go visit the D-Tom store. He bought a whiskey glass. I think, if I'm not mistaken, it cost him like 14 bucks. Okay? Shipping was free. If you don't drink whiskey, that's cool. You don't have to buy a whiskey glass. I got, I don't even know, I got like five t-shirts in there now. I've got a couple of hoodies. I got some basketball shorts. I got the glass. I got some other stuff. I got teddy bears in there. Come on, man. Teddy bears with D-Tom shirts on. Come on. Let's go. I've dropped the profits on everything to try and keep the prices down, guys. I'm not trying to make a killing in this D-Tom store. I'm really not. I'm just trying to pay for what I'm doing here. So, uh, I've done everything I could possibly do to to make the stuff in there as, as cost-efficient as possible with free shipping. You have the promo code DTOM, get you 10% off. There's stickers, there's t-shirts, there's tank tops, there's there's all sorts of stuff in there, guys. So, just please check it out. Help me out. Tomorrow's payday. First, if you don't get paid on Friday, but you get paid it on the first of the month, well, that's this weekend, too, so you probably still get paid Friday. Guys, 20, 15, 20 bucks, 30 bucks. You know, whatever you got, check it out. Stuff ships out pretty quick. As soon as I get the email saying uh, so-and-so bought something, all they got to do is go in there and say, okay, approved, bam, and they start making it. I think, if I remember correctly, uh, his cup will be shipped by like the 2nd or 3rd of October, which is what, Monday, Tuesday? He just bought it on Wednesday. He'll probably get it by next Wednesday, Thursday. That's not too bad. So, I stay on top of that stuff. I check my emails. Trust me. Check it out. DTOM Store. It's on your podcast app. It says DTOM Store. Just click the link. If you somehow mess up and go to DontTreadOnAmerica.com, that's cool. Go up to uh, Other and you'll see DTOM Store. Hit the link. And if you are on social media, guys, follow us at DontTreadOnAmerica on Facebook, Instagram, and the Ticker Talker. And on the Twitter X machine, we are DTOM underscore 1775. And if you want to follow me, it's PCGC underscore 1775. Other than that, guys, today is September 28th, 2023. I am your host, Donald J. McGillicuddy, a.k.a. Don Q. You guys have a fabulous Thursday, and I will talk to you again on Sunday. Sunday.